0: the power of their data wasabi another boston-based championship team
1: br co is a building resources and construction company that incorporates innovation and technology to the world of building through the professionals of the building industry and your single point of contact for all things building visit their website at brco.com to explore their recent work like the completion of the thompson autism center for chalk children's hospital in orange county br co building things that matter and proud supporters of the Angels Baseball Foundation.
2: Team Lally is an organization created by Dr. James and Rebecca Lally with the purpose of bringing good people together to do great things. During these challenging times, Team Lally wants to make sure we are all recognizing and thanking our first responders and healthcare professionals for all the incredible and brave things they are doing for us. While we look forward to the day we can enjoy coming to the games again, for now, Team Lally wants to remind us all to stay safe and practice social distancing. Go Angels! And thank you from Doc and Rebecca Lally.
3: All right, Madden Monday totally 100% proudly presented by Team Lally and B R and Co. Team Lally and B R and Co both want to wish everyone the best during these challenging times and to wish good health and safety for the Angels AMA30 employees, all the players, all the fans out there and everybody else listening to the Sports Lodge on this Madden Monday and please stay safe, wear your mask. And practice social distancing. And don't forget, you can check them out online at BRCO.com. Team Lally, BR & Co., proud dual sponsors today of our Madden Monday. And before I went to a break, I was telling you about the 29 pitchers that will be in the mix for the Angels in 2020, if and when we definitely get to this short 60-game season You got 12 infielders in the mix and eight outfielders as well, not to mention the two-way player known as Japanese sensation Shohei Ohtani. With that said, let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for another Madden Monday.
4: Hey, Halo Hawks.
3: It's time for Madden Monday with Angels manager Joe Madden and
4: Sports Lodge host Roger Lodge. Um, you have to be empathetic and you have to be sincere and you have to have a video. Yeah, the fact that you may have to answer some difficult questions, have difficult conversations with players. Now nah, I'm there to listen. I love it. Joe Madden joins the Sports Lodge every Monday at 320 and 520 on Angels Radio AMA30,
3: KLAA. Here is the three-time manager of the year, two-time World Series champion Angel Skipper Joe Madden. Joe, how you doing?
4: I am. Well, uh, make sure you let let me know. I'm driving the van right now. I'm on my way to an appointment. So uh, it's got to be in transit this time, if that's okay.
3: That is more than okay. And I totally appreciate you jumping on and I won't keep you too long. I know you're a very, very busy man these days. So, Joe, you got 55 guys so far on your list of players here that will be in action at some point during the 60 game season. Can you take us through the process of selecting these 55? Was it a Zoom? Was everybody in the same room practicing social distancing? How did that go? How did you go about choosing the 55?
4: Well, it's really not as difficult as you think. I mean, you just go back to spring training and you're going to have to start shaving guys off at that point there too. So you just kind of like retrace your steps, uh, Billy and I talk, and then you'll get in touch with uh, different coaches um, and then you make your decisions it's it's tough at the end I mean you get down to the last four or five guys it's always more difficult but then you are able to add other guys that are coming into the mix and the later part guys are getting well so there's there's different things to consider but honestly it wasn't that horrible but it's, it's just the last couple like three or four that become more difficult.
3: I know they're supposed to report Wednesday, but will it take some guys, maybe guys that are residing in in foreign countries, will it take a little longer for some guys to get here before Wednesday?
4: I haven't heard that. Uh, I heard we're in pretty good shape. Um, There might be one, from what I understand, uh, that may be late, but for the most part, um, I think there was enough leeway. uh, The guys kind of knew this may happen. so I. I haven't heard anything
3: really horribly negative about uh, people not being able to make it. Are you allowed to tell me who the one guy that might be late is?
4: I don't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Do you completely start over on Wednesday like an actual start of a normal spring training? Or since a lot of guys have been working out on their own, Joe, can you maybe begin a little more advanced than you normally would?
4: Uh, not really. Wednesday is kind of like a soft opening because we're still reporting and uh, there's still, like, medicals to go through. Friday is going to be the day that you can actually start looking somewhat normal, although um, even then, I mean, the, we're still going to be uh, bisected into smaller groups. So the first five days are going to be a kind of a juggling act to follow protocol as guys come in. So the work will be there, but it'll be different. Uh, when you get to the sixth day, which would be your first inter-squad game day, then you can start treating it like spring training with team defenses, etc. So it's, it's just going to be it's going to be choppy in the beginning. You have it down on paper, feel good about it, but it's not going to be normal. And honestly, beyond all that, my biggest concern is that guys are healthy. Get them, keep them healthy, keep them well, don't get hurt during camp. Because the team, it's going to be a... A season of attrition, whoever stays well, better, longer has the best chance of winning.
3: Joe, what can you tell us as far as, you know, coronavirus testing is concerned and as far as some of the safety measures that will be in place starting Wednesday?
4: Uh, well, it's all this protocol coming into the ballpark, uh, having, getting, having to get tested. We had to go through an intake test. Um, that was yes, yesterday. yesterday. I get my days confused. I think it was two days ago. I had to go down to Anaheim Stadium, uh, staff was there between 10 and 2. Um, it's primarily like a little bit of a blood test, a little bit of a spit test, and then they get the results. They come on back and either you're permitted in or not. And then if you are, then you, as you show up on an every other day basis, there's a protocol you got to go through in order to come in the door. Um, I think we get our temperatures read on a daily basis. So it's it's not it's it's not overtly time consuming. It's inconvenient. It's a little bit uncomfortable, but it's not awful.
3: You didn't have to do that Q-tip all the way up into your brain thing, did you? Uh,
4: thankfully, no. Yeah, um, that's, that's yeah. Rough. Uh, yeah, that was whoever thought of that. I have. I'd like to know why he thought of that or she thought of that. Um, cause that looked really uh, uncomfortable. Joe Madden, manager
3: of the Angels here on a Madden Monday. Hey, Joe, is this the perfect time to maybe fast-track a couple of guys a little faster than normal
4: to the big leagues? Oh, yeah, absolutely it is. Um, It is. But, I mean, if you have the team that you like, of course that group's going to be out there first. Um, The fast-track guys would be probably given opportunity based on injury, uh, more than anything, uh, they would be, I don't know how that's going to work, how rosters may expand later or not. I'm not 100% sure of that. I know we go from 30 to 28 to 26 in the beginning. But, yes, uh, under the circumstances, you would give a guy an opportunity um, to, to get out there and see what he can do. Uh, not a lot of guys, but a couple guys. And, again, if everybody's healthy and well, there'll be less opportunity. If they're not, then there's more opportunity.
3: Is there a plan in place for Joe Adele? Does he have a chance to get early season at-bats, like if he has a really good spring?
4: Um, not really. I mean, he has a chance to be there. Of course he does. But, again, if if, if something were to happen during camp and there would be a need, yes, there'd be, he'd have more opportunity. Uh, if you look at the team that we had going on in spring training, uh, that's pretty much what you should look at that's what it's going to look like now there'll be additions like you're saying um, early on and uh, guys like that, that that may start on a bench you would look for spots to bring them in but understand i mean you're trying to win there's this is not like uh, this is not a break-in period like a normal september uh, in order to break them in it'll be under a different set of circumstances there'll be different moments maybe like when a Some pitchers are exhausted. You got to throw somebody out there. A pitcher might get an opportunity. Uh, Position player the same way if, in fact, that happens. But it's not like you're just going to throw caution to the wind and and just uh, experiment. You have the chance to experiment if the situation is proper.
3: Not to be too dramatic here. But are guys going to almost have to break into the majors twice? I mean, it's one thing to break into the big leagues with nobody in the stands. It's another thing entirely to have to do it in front of 45,000 at Yankee Stadium or at Fenway Park or out here at the Big A. So do you kind of get a sense that, yeah, a kid might have to break in twice?
4: That's not a bad point. I had not thought about that. Um, I'll, I will say this, though, that kind of a dress rehearsal doesn't hurt. You know, the guys get to go through this early on, and then eventually people in the stands, I don't mean to be pretentious, but um, when they have a chance to go to Fenway and Yankee Stadium um, and some of the bigger venues back east, that's entirely different, too. So uh, I'm not demeaning anything on this coast by any means. I'm just saying the full impact of the major leagues has to be felt by going to the ALE Sweet grinder too.
3: Is there a ballpark that you still enter, and when you walk in, it's still really, really special to you?
4: Absolutely. Wrigley, Fenway, the the Yankee Stadium, I can't put it in that category right now. Um, Among the others that are out there, ah, those are the two primaries that are really um, incredibly different and give you a different vibe when you walk in the door. There's a lot of beautiful ballparks beautiful new ones absolutely but the two that you need to uh understand the history of who walked on that dirt before you wrigley and Fenway, are the two best
3: did you feel that way about the old yankee stadium when you used to play there
4: no question it had a different smell you could just you could have a blindfold on and you knew you knew you are in yankee stadium there was a you know musty old odor about it, it was like going to your grandparents house it had that smell <laughs> and uh, so you knew you were in Yankee Stadium. Um, you knew that that they felt that they were going to beat you that day, which made it even better when you beat them. Uh, they're at a disadvantage in the sense that every team that walks in there uh, definitely uh, wants to wants to beat them. So you're going to get the best of the opposition. But, yeah, Yankee, old Yankee Stadium, among all of them, had that odor about it that indicated you're in some place kind <laughs> of old and special at your grandparents' house.
3: Joe, did you have you ever stole dirt from a major league ballpark to put up maybe in some, you know, glass container and put it up in your office?
4: I haven't, but I have some. Um, quickly, briefly, uh used to attend a bar back in Hazleton called Bellhops on Alta Street. Bellhop lived to be a hundred. He was a bartender owner. And at one time in the forties, Bellhop went to Yankee Stadium or 30s or 40s, whatever it was, because he was that old. He, Joe DiMaggio walked by, him. so because at that time we were able to, like, you know, get pretty close. He reached over, grabbed the third, that he walked off, put it in his pocket, brought it back to the to the restaurant. <laughs> Had a little box, put the third in the box, and then put a picture of Joe D on top. They knew how much the family knew how much I loved that. I now own this picture of joe d with a little box of dirt underneath it from the 30s or 40s that uh, bellhop picked up and I, I could probably find out more specifics but that's the only piece of walked on dirt i own and that was by uh joe d and it was given to me by bellhop Cassack.
3: that is one of the best stories i have ever heard and again joe we always talk about the romance that we have with this game quick story My 16-year-old son, Peyton, has a buddy, Jack, that lives around the corner, down the street from us. And he lives on the street where Joe DiMaggio lived when he was married to Marilyn Monroe. And every time I drive by on my way to my son Jack's house, I see the house that Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe lived in in Studio City. Why are we so attached to these, these names and these figures over the years when it comes to the grand game?
4: You're right. I mean, I uh, go to St. Louis and I've been up on the hill now a couple times and I gotten to know Yogi really well. So I had to find out where Yogi lived, where he grew up. And I had the Uber, Uber car drive us by there so I could see Yogi's house. Actually, I called Lindsay. Lindsay's his granddaughter, Lindsay Barra. I said, Lindsay, we're eating on the hill up here and I want to drive by Yogi's house. Where is it? And so she told, she sent us a text, popped it in a GPS and we drove by Yogi's house in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, we're all crazy, and it was very cool. And um, the fact that Aslan also knew him made it even more special.
3: Well, everyone listening well, to everyone... Covers is crazy about, uh, you know, you and the Angels and the potential of a great season here. Uh, as we hit spring training, is the plan a lot of inter-squad games, and then you will actually get three spring training games before you begin the abbreviated season? Do I have that understood correctly?
4: Yes. Um, yeah. There's they're trying to uh, maintain maintain an equity or parity about it because not every team would have the opportunity that we would have by being here with the Dodgers up the street, the Padres down the street. Uh, some other teams would be more isolated. So uh, inner squad, and it's also probably part of the protocol trying to stay well longer. Um, so yes, uh, last three games we were going to have. Um, Little schedule made up among the Dodgers ourselves and the Padres, and then rock and roll and start the season.
3: Joe, will you wear a mask during games? What's your plan?
4: Yeah, I think it's protocol. Again, I I, I believe it is. Um, I will I will play along. I, I'm going to play along. I'm going to do what's best for everybody. And again, whether you think it's important to wear it or not, it's not. That's not as important as uh, doing it for somebody else. So uh, you know you got you got high risk people all over the place, and um, and again I mean, it's just it's just the proper thing to do. If we're going to set an example for everybody else, to see managers standing in dugouts without masks on, is it an inappropriate example to set. So I, of course I will do that. Um, and if things were relaxed, if things get better, then maybe they will take that away. I know it's going to be difficult to communicate. I just hope they wearing glasses is uh, makes it somewhat more difficult. Just because your, your glasses continually fog up, I need to remedy that. Uh, but uh, you have to yell a lot. I might have to pull it down a little bit on occasion and communicate. But if that's the rule, then I'll do it.
3: How will all of this protocol affect the way you go out and have a nice little conversation with an umpire?
4: Oh, it affected a lot. I mean, they're, they're really, uh, they being the... MLB's not looking for that confrontation. I'm not going to be looking for it either. Um, if I have to, of course I will, and of course I will. You're gonna know, have to yell a little bit farther, man. You just can't get up in there, and uh, that's fine. That's fine. There's going to be a lot of things that'll be um, obviously different, and we're all gonna to have to make adjustments. Um, so I'm not, I'm not really concerned about that. My major concern doing all this is. Uh, doing this right initially, making sure everybody's healthy and well, keeping them that way, and then by doing that, keeping their families well also, and I believe if we, if we, if we uh, recognize that first and foremost, then we have a chance to win. Back
3: to the team here as far as on the field. Have guys that you have slotted for rotation already begin throwing the equivalent of sim games, or does that start coming up?
4: No, of course, yeah. Yeah, so guys are kind of stretched out. Um, We should, by the time this is concluded, have guys up to 90 pitches based on what they've been doing at this point and what they're going to do once we get them here. Um, When we do these sim games, we're able to control all of this stuff. You know, the innings, uh, we can control the number of innings, number of pitches thrown, you can flip. In other words, if we have, you want a reliever to throw uh, two innings, 15 pitches, regardless of what's going on, you flip it next uh, team goes back out on the field you come in so when you have a, an opportunity to control the number of pitches thrown, printing also then you could really monitor getting work in and get the maximum uh of, out of everybody uh, regarding that without having to play uh, a normal game per se
3: joe will you be using an opener
4: frequently in 2020 i don't i don't see why um uh, we have we have added not addict, we have really good starters again that all may happen or occur based on um, injuries or illnesses I mean like I'm saying these are the things that we have to be most mindful about if in fact keeping people well and healthy then you can play the game pretty much straight up I anticipate the first <clears throat> week maybe ten days having to be extra cautious <clears throat> excuse me almost like the like it's the last week or so of spring, a regular spring training. I would keep it in mind that way. Uh, your guys will tell you if they're sore or not. Uh, they'll let you know where they're at. You know, They're professionals. They've done it before. Um, the fact that there's only 60 games to play, I think guys are going to want to be in there all the time. Uh, starters are going to want to go more deeply. Relievers are going to say, I'm good today. So these are the kind of things you just don't know until you get there. Uh, how you're going to dole out the work days off, how they're going to be interjected in there, all this stuff. um, I'm keeping a really, a real open mind. I have thoughts and ideas when my mind's open. And the major concern is, is well-being and health. Do you know
3: right now who your opening day starter will be?
4: Yeah. Andrew Heaney.
3: Done. Beautiful. Hey, you just gave me some late breaking news. That's awesome. Hey, as far as, as far as the players that you haven't seen a lot of, Joe, you know, you get three weeks of this upcoming summer training coming up here, but how much will you lean on Billy and his staff? And, you know, have you had enough time with Billy Epler to, you know, really trust their analysis on players?
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, Billy and I have been <laughs> kind of like joint at the hip for a while here. I really, uh, you know, weirdly, this is this has benefited us, our relationship. Uh, really getting to know him, really appreciating him. I'm here to tell you, man, he's one of the best young GMs in the game right now. Uh, there's no, I'm not, I'm just saying that because I know it's true. Um, I wanted to say there's no doubt in my mind, and there's no reason for me to say that. I'm telling you, he's that good. He is that good. He's going to be this good for many years to come as long as he wants to do it. He has a great feel for the game both on and off the field. He's been a scout. He's got a great eye for talent, tremendous eye for talent. And he's got a football background, uh, which I really love about him. Him and Ernie Zampezi's family were really tight when he was growing up. So, uh, Billy works from a little bit of a football mentality, which I kind of dig on too. So, I'm telling you, man, he's one of the best in the game right now.
3: How important is it? Because we all know throughout baseball history, there's been a lot of GMs and a lot of managers that, let's just say, weren't exactly on the same page. How important is it? The guys in your position and Billy Epler have a mutual respect. How important is that as you work together moving forward?
4: Well, if you want to stay together for a while, it's important. (laughs) (laughs) uh, And normally that uh, success is going to follow. That doesn't mean you're not going to disagree. You better disagree. And you better get upset once in a while because that's the only way that your relationship can flourish. uh, To be amenable constantly and... And to just be a yes man, either side, not good, not good. You're not going to win. So, um, yeah, it's, it is. I mean, in order to do it for a long period of time, yes, you need to read from the same sheet of music. Yes. You got to like each other. You know, you got to like each other. You got to, um, truly believe that, um, what you're hearing out of the other guy's mouth is accurate and true. There's nothing being dissembled. There's not, uh, an ulterior motive being. You, you, you can't have that. You can't have that for it to last a long time. So uh, I really feel that he and I are on that path.
3: Hey, Joe, how bittersweet will it be that Wednesday is the day that you all get together and start working towards one common goal here in 2020 and that Wednesday does fall on the one-year anniversary of the passing of our Tyler Skaggs. Will you guys do something on Wednesday? How are you going to approach that?
4: Well, I mean, yeah. Um, the biggest thing I've been really trying to be sensitive to and understand are the players and how they feel about all this, and what do they need? Um, is there a closure needed in some regard? Is it just is it just some kind of a, a memorial perspective from from uh, about Tyler with them? What do the players need? That's what I need to know. I, I don't need to know anything else. Um, the guys that especially had been there. Uh, that were really impacted teammates that's a real that's a real tough one to live through right there so yes i've been i've been doing a lot of research about this that asked a lot of questions about this and to me it really comes down to what the players need and and that's what i'm going to try to um, ameliorate or accommodate
3: he is joe madden angel manager here on a madden monday And, Joe, real quick, before you leave me, I want to play this sound. There's a lot of people out there who are looking at this as there's just no way Major League Baseball is going to be able to pull this off. Here is Buster Olney from ESPN. When they ask him about the chances of getting through this 60-game schedule, take a listen.
4: Zero percent. Absolutely zero percent based on what I'm hearing.
3: So how do you react to that, Joe Madden?
4: One day at a time, brother. One day at a time. Um, that's why it's, I'm talking about it's really important to follow the protocols. Um, to You need to make sure that your players, every one of them, understand why it's important that we adhere to these policies and protocols. And that is the only uh, way. That is the path in order to get this done. Um, I think it's If you were to go to Vegas and you wanted to bet, of course you would bet that. Absolutely, you would bet that. But then again, it doesn't always play out in favor of the better odds. So um, I believe, I believe one day at a time. I'm going to follow the protocol. I'm going to hang in there with my guys every step of the way. I'm going to be there to answer questions. I'm going to be there to give them my my thoughts, uh, what I've been thinking about, and I'm going to listen to theirs. Um, That's it, man. See, this is different. I'm not worried about batting practice and VP and side pieces and sim games. I'm worried about minds and health right now. And if we can get those things properly in place, the results will follow.
3: Amen to that, my friend. Joe Madden, manager of the Angels here on a Madden Monday in the Sports Lodge. Oh, Joe, last thing I promise. My wife, Pamela, is from Perry Hall, Maryland. She hasn't seen her family now in almost a year. She doesn't want to get on a plane for obvious reasons. So I'm looking in to driving and finding a motorhome to drive from L.A. to Perry Hall to get my sweet dear wife home to her family. So when I'm looking for a motorhome, you're the king of the motorhomes. What are some of the features I absolutely have to have?
4: Um, I, 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 would start with the diesel over a gas powered because the, the, the oh. gas engine in oh. the front, so we got to go up some hills. There's no power. Plus it's a lot louder than the diesel, the diesel pusher in the back. You don't even hear the engine. It's more powerful and it's just a, it's a better ride. Um, and it's normally going to be at least I'd say in the mid 30 foot range that you're going to have to, to find a, a diesel, but I would right. start right there. Right. Uh, beyond that, um, the biggest things are like if you can get one and a half bathrooms because it's going to be uh, literally a pain in the butt. Otherwise, I, 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 do like, um, uh, you know, of course the walk-in shower washer and dryer is nice, but that's not absolutely necessary, but the washer and dryer is very handy too. Um, that's it. I mean, I mean, it, it's the, the, length which you're comfortable with a couple slide outs. So it opens up what you're going to get anyway. I mean, it's going to have the slide outs. Um, But you want something functional that's in really good running order. I prefer diesel over gas. Um, And then after that, I'd say I would bet you could get into a 35-footer, 36-footer and feel comfortable driving that as much as you can a 25-footer. So I would start there. Uh, Don't be afraid uh, because when you look in the mirrors, it all looks the same, and that's all that's going to matter to you. The back right part of your bus, that's the one you have to really keep tabs on. Um, you're going to be fine, man, but I would definitely go for the diesel pusher.
3: I appreciate the tips. Appreciate the time. And since it's summer, I don't need the heated floors, right?
4: No, they're awesome though, man. <laughs> I love it.
3: Joe Madden. Manager of the Angels on a Madden Monday. Joe, here's to the best of luck and health to everybody come Wednesday. Really, truly appreciate the time as always, my friend. Thank you so much.
4: You're welcome. Best to the family, too, buddy. Talk to
3: you later. Same, thank you very much. Same to you and yours. That's Joe Madden. He's the manager of the Halos. And boy, do I love these Madden Mondays. Thanks for listening to Madden Monday with Angels manager Joe Madden. Tune in every Monday for Madden Monday
5: at 320 and 520, here on Angels Radio, AM
2: 830,
1: KLAA. BR Co. is a building resources and construction company that incorporates innovation and technology to the world of building. through are the professionals of the building industry and your single point of contact for all things building. Visit their website at brco.com to explore their recent work like the completion of the Thompson Autism Center for Chalk Children's Hospital in Orange County. BR Co., building things that matter and proud supporters of the Angels Baseball Foundation.
2: Team Lally is an organization created by Dr. James and Rebecca Lally with the purpose of bringing good people together to do great things. During these challenging times, Team Lally wants to make sure we are all recognizing and thanking our first responders and healthcare professionals for all the incredible and brave things they are doing for us. While we look forward to the day we can enjoy coming to the games again, for now, Team Lally wants to remind us all to stay safe and practice social distancing. Go Angels! And thank you from Doc and Rebecca Lally.
3: I ah, love that Madden Monday presented by both Team Lally and BR Co on this Madden Monday. And Team Lally and BR Co both want to wish everyone the best of well, the best of luck and truly the best during these challenging times. And they also want to wish good health and safety for the Angels and AMA 30 employees, players, fans, and everyone else out there listening. Stay safe and practice your social distancing. And I'm telling you. Wear your mask. Oh, don't forget to check out BR & Co. online at BRCO.com. All right, I went through the pitchers. When I come back, I want to go through some of the infielders that are part of the 55 so far for our halos. It's the Sports Lodge on a Madden Monday.
5: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.